the Lord inhabits the praise of his people, he's among us. When our voice says so, he indwells us with the power of his presence. Blessed are the people who love the Lord. Blessed are the people who love the Lord. The Lord inhabits. Yes, and that's Helen Shapiro at her best. Right, and today in Just Elspeth, I've chosen to investigate the supernatural phenomenon of angels. Who are they? What are they? Are they created beings? Were they there from the beginning of time? <laughs> I suppose the usual concept of angels comes from the Christmas card type and the lovely children's nativity plays in their infant and junior schools. Yes, I remember the little shepherds, usually with tea cloths, headdresses, and then, as it says in the Bible story, an angel, the angel of the Lord, announcing the birth of Jesus. Whoa. Uh, so our infant school will bring on angels. All were shown to be female and with long, fair hair. Beautiful creatures indeed. And it would be a hard-hearted dad who sat in the audience and fumed at the misconception of what he believed to be the truth. <laughs> I'm not sure why angels turned from being male uh, with names such as Michael, Gabriel and Raphael into the females on the Christmas card. Early transgender? <laughs> But before we look into the evidence of the Bible, I wondered if other faiths included the belief in angels. Right, Muslims, for instance. Now, they believe that angels, or malakai, were created before humans with the purpose of following the orders of Allah and communicating with humans. Muslims believe that angels, like all other creatures, were created by God and in Islamic belief, angels communicate messages from Allah to humanity. There is some common ground with the angels we read of in the Bible. The named archangels in Islam are Jibrel, Mikael, Israfil, and Azrael. And what did the Islamic angels do? Well, I've discovered they act as messengers to the prophets. They also take care of people. They record everything a person does and the information is used on the day of judgment. Azrael, the angel of death, takes people's souls to God when they die. They welcome Muslims into paradise and also supervise the pits of hell. Interesting. Supervise the pits of hell? So we'll move on to Buddhists. Do they have angels? The Buddhist divas differ from the Western concentration, sorry, conception of gods and angels in several ways. Buddhists have divas. These are not immortal. Their lives as divas began sometime in the past when they died and were reborn. They live for a long time, but finite periods of time, ranging from thousands to at least Billions of years. And what about angels in the Judaic tradition? We get nearer the Bible view from looking at angels in Judaism. 
They're supernatural beings that are mentioned throughout the Hebrew Bible, rabbinic literature, the apocrypha, and traditional Jewish liturgy. They act as messengers of God, as it were, angelic envoys or general agents of God. Their essence is often associated with fire. The Talmud describes their essence as fire. Fascinating. So Islamic angels deal with the pits of hell and Judaic angels appear like fire. I was wondering why the fire of God was not depicted in Jewish art. (laughs) But then, of course, I realized that traditionally Judaism does not do art. So what are the jobs of angels according to the Judaic Christian tradition? In the Bible, they're presented as servants of God who carry out assignments from God to do something specific. And indeed, this is so, even from the modern examples I'm about to talk about. Now, artists through the ages have gone to the Bible as one of their sources. And the most famous angel story from the Bible seemed to be the one that artists of earlier times enjoyed painting most. It's called the Annunciation, where we read that God sent the angel Gabriel to Mary uh, to tell her she would be pregnant by the Holy Spirit and bear God's son. Now, I don't think that reality was the first concern of the famous artists of centuries ago. Botticelli's painting of a very grand young lady on a squared pattern looks like a marble floor, speaks more of her own age than the relative poverty of ordinary Jewish people of Jesus' time, as does Fra Lippo Lippo's Dutch view and Fra Angelico's design of arches and porches, and that includes a lot of details that are symbolic, as was the custom. Do angels have to have wings and amazing costumes? Well, let's take a leap from the angel's visit to Mary right bang up to date. I wonder if you can actually believe that angels are real in today's age. Well, do you remember the shock of the story of the teenage girl on an aeroplane who had eaten a sandwich, the source of which had been admitted to say that the ingredients were to be avoided with those who had certain allergies? Well, I heard the dad talk on the radio about the incident, how even the medics on board were in tears of shock at what had happened. But this father said that at his daughter's death, he suddenly saw a whole host of angels around her. And I, for one, believe him. But back to the Bible for more about angels. Before Jesus was a baby, we have the angel Gabriel, who appeared to a priest named Zachariah, who was just doing his job burning incense on the altar, just like that. I quote, An angel of the Lord appeared to him standing on the right of the altar where the incense was burnt. When Zechariah saw him, he was alarmed and felt afraid, as you would. I like this human touch. We identify with him. I continue, but the angel said, Don't be afraid, Zechariah. God has heard your prayer, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son. You are to name him John. And more. From his very birth, he'll be filled with the Holy Spirit, and he will bring back many of the people of Israel 
to the Lord your God. And there was more, but Zechariah said to the angel, How shall I know this, if this is so? I am an old man, and my wife is old also. I am Gabriel, the angel answered. I stand in the presence of God, who sent me to speak to you to tell you this good news. But you've not believed my message, which will come true at the right time. And because you have not believed, you will be unable to speak and you will remain silent until the day of this promise to you comes true. And the story tells us that people were wondering why Zechariah was taking so long. And then he was dumb. It is so realistic when told in modern language that he was speaking of John the Baptist. And note here, when I read of the angel of the Lord, it could mean Jesus himself before he was born on earth. Angels. In this podcast, I'm using stories from the Bible sandwiched in with modern-day affirmations of angels. People who are alive today and are convinced that they have seen angels. So here is another story. This time the situation is not quite so dramatic. But this lady, Helen, was holding her firstborn, her new baby, mainly with one arm, and she went to release the other arm. But extraordinarily, she released the wrong arm. And the baby dropped. And she cried out, Jesus! And immediately there was a warm wind. Helen was certain that it wasn't a windy day and that the wind was warm and that her baby was scooped up again and put in her arms. She says she'll never forget it. Angels today, do you believe that? Perhaps you have a story of your own. Oh, the Gospels of Luke and Matthew are just littered with angels. Let's hear the story of the angel warning to Joseph to flee from Herod who wanted to kill Jesus. At that time, a baby. And it appears that angels, God messengers, could appear in dreams, but also person to person to warn people and tell them what to do. Jesus had been born in Bethlehem, but with no social media or even fast transport, the king of Judea, Herod, had no idea of this birth or its significance until a group of Um, astrologers, astronomers, came from the east aiming to find the birth of this special baby who was said to become the king of the Jews. What? Another king? Herod must have exclaimed. We'll see about that. And he asked the visiting astronomers to let him know when they found him. Well, we all know that they did find the baby Jesus. We three kings of Orient are, etc., etc., Though nowhere does it say three in the Bible. (laughs) But we read that God warned them in a dream not to go back to Herod. This is where Angel comes into the story. I read. After they, the astrologers or astronomers, had left, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph and said, Herod will be looking for the child in order to kill him. So get up, take the child and his mother, and escape to Egypt, and stay there until I tell you to leave. Well, 
everyone knew the reputation of King Herod. So Joseph lost no time in obeying the angel. We read, Joseph got up, took the child and his mother, and left during the night for Egypt, where he stayed until Herod died. You see, Mary and Joseph had no information about Herod's intentions. No radio, no social media, no communication. Just a heavenly being, an angel. It must have been so different that they believed him. After all, angels had entered their story before. It must have been some years later when the angel returned to Joseph again in a dream and said, Get up. Take the child and his mother, go back to the land of Israel, because those who tried to kill the child are dead. So Joseph got up, took the child and his mother, and went back to Israel. Did you notice? Same words in both instances. But let's hear another modern story of an angel. This is Annie's story. I've just heard of another story from a friend. She was in Worthing Hospital with her elderly mother who needed treatment. And she was trying to move the heavy, long, well, not really a wheelchair, more a trolley to where she needed to go. She needed to go left down a corridor uh, with this awkward trolley. Then she saw coming in the opposite direction was a chap who asked, if she'd like some help. Now the corridor opened into a very large area and lifts in the middle. The fellow negotiated this trolley, bearing my friend's mother round the corner, but when she turned to thank him, he wasn't there. There was nowhere else to go, and she would have seen him if he'd walked to the lifts. There was only one conclusion. It must have been an angel. It happened some time ago, but my friend still has this strong conviction. It was an angel. In the Bible, angels seem to be sent by God when babies are born who are to be significant. If we roll right back to the first book of the Bible, which encompasses so much, yes, so much in time, it also includes familiar speech often wonder how Genesis got written, but that's for another time. I'm thinking now of Abraham being promised a son. It says in Genesis 18, As Abraham was sitting at the entrance of his tent during the hottest part of the day, he looked up and saw three men standing there. So he put on his best hospitality hat and got Sarah, his wife, to take a sack of her best flour and bake some bread picked out a calf for meat, etc. Imagine the scenario. This was not instant hospitality, (laughs) so far from modern practice. But the main thrust of these men's visit was when one of them said, nine months from now, I will come back and your wife, Sarah, will have a son. I must include the next bit. Sarah was behind him at the door of the tent listening. And Abraham and Sarah were very old. And Sarah had stopped her monthly periods. So Sarah laughed herself and said, Now that I'm old and worn out, can I still enjoy sex? Yes, this is in the Bible. 
I think those men must have been angels. Yes, she did have a baby son, recorded two chapters later of this very real narrative. The Lord blessed Sarah as he had promised, and she became pregnant and bore a son to Abraham when he was old. I don't know whether you have bothered to read some of the first books of the Bible, but they are fascinating, and they include angels. Now, you might be wondering, do angels just appear through walls like Jesus did? Or are they flesh and blood? Well, notice that after Jesus was crucified, the Bible said the angel rolled the stone away from the tomb. To me, they sound like real flesh and blood men of muscle. (laughs) And later, when one of the disciples was put in prison, we read that he was released from prison uh, uh, and brought home like real people. I'm not sure that most of the Christians today expect angels like that, or even angels at all. But some people in this century do get surprised and can only think that an angel got them to cross the road for no reason, when to stay where they were would mean being run over, or an angel guided them when they were totally lost, or spoke to them when they least expected it like a student riding her bike, actually wondering whether all this God stuff was real or not. Yes, that's a real encounter. And she went straight to a bookshop and bought a Bible. So, look out. Even you might meet an angel unawares. Oh, and if you do see one and you are in the area of Hertfordshire, please let me know. Let's lift our eyes to God. And believe what sometimes seems impossible. Words of courage and revival. Blessed are the people who hear his call. Blessed are the people who hear his call. The Lord inhabits the praise of his people. He's among us. When our voice says so, he indwells us with the power of his presence.